Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Moon Underwater. And here we are after a wonderful sojourn. Welcome to part two of Josie Long's Dream Pub, live in the Moon Underwater, live in Le Dogde. Le Dogde. Le Dogde. Sometimes we pronounce it in a French accent for some reason. Yes, um, I, I had a pint of tenance. A tenance. I have the monnier. Monnier. The, the monnier. I would say dagda. Dagda. Oui. Le dagda. Uh, anyway, I'm drinking Magnus in the dagda. Um, Robin's drinking tenance. No, I'm not. It's black oil blonde. Black oil blonde. Yes. Thank um, you. Oh, what a dream. Uh, Josie is on Lo de Vie. I've had my drink. You've had your drink? Now I need to rehydrate desperately before <laughs> I have to feed the baby. <laughs> so what um, effect does alcohol... Before we go to the Moon Underwater pub Perfect. quiz results... Happy to tell you. What effect does alcohol have on breast milk? Oh, well, I'm very glad for you to tell me. And this does not mean that I do this, but actually very little can get through. So you really could be rolling around drinking bottles of wine and the baby wouldn't get it. But they say, ease up. Uh-huh. They say, like, basically, you can have a drink that's not going to be a stress, especially if you've got a few hours. They say that it kind of metabolizes through your body in the same way that it does, like a unit goes away an hour. Yeah. So you sort of, you can time it around that. Okay. But I mainly don't do it because the baby wakes me up all night and there is nothing worse than being half drunk and woken up by a baby you have to feed. You couldn't possibly do it. It's horrific. Jose, as a childless person, I excuse me if this is. Ju- I'm just thinking out the box. If if the baby was drunk, <laughs> would it be waking up throughout the night? <laughs> yeah, waking up to go to the loo. Oh, yeah. good point. Just like me. No, just like it, me. It's something that I think if you were to look at the science, it's a lot more relaxed than people would be right. seeming. But if you look at the health advice, it's like, don't do it, guys. Just yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm always like, I'll have one drink and in six hours I'll feed the baby. You know? and it's, it's a bit like my friend who woke up at a festival and said his armpits smelt of carling. 
Um, I suppose it's a bit like that. It does kind of seep out. It but comes out, yeah. You know, I don't think you could get drunk on his armpits. No, but you you wouldn't be well. No, no, yeah, you'd be very unwell, yeah. And does, does has, in the process of your pregnancy and uh, breastfeeding, has your partner sort of, does they drink a bit less to sort of, uh, in sort of solidarity or out of sort of sensitivity? Yeah, my partner actually didn't drink for a few years and he's now trying to work out if he's going to have the odd drink because it's not something that was kind of because of anything difficult it was because it was our lifestyle and we yeah. just didn't really drink so um well that sounds a bit i sound a bit odd on the you mic. sound great do i okay good thanks <laughs> <laughs> for a second i was like i've had one drink <laughs> <laughs> josie you're hallucinating <laughs> i knew i shouldn't have an alcoholic drink uh, well, Robin, let's return to the Moon Underwater pub quiz because you left us on some pretty independent Scottish hooks. So, tenter. Yep, I did. Some pretty fey tenter hooks. Um, it was a quiz about Scottish indie. Um, the first question was, which Glaswegian indie pop band made history as the first unsigned band to appear on Top of the Pops in 1996 with their song Candy Pop? John? Oh, you're asking me first. You know I'm going to embarrass myself. No. Uh, teenage Fan Club? <laughs> I mean, that's probably... Candy Pop. I don't know, Joe. It's Biss. It's Biss. This it's was... Biss. 96? Yeah. Yeah, that was a big year for Queen. <laughs> <laughs> People were still dealing with the fallout from Made in Heaven's release in 95. So I didn't have the a lot of time fallout. for Scottish... In- yeah, a yeah. lot of the fallout shook things up, man. <laughs> And jo- yeah, and Josie said Biss, which is absolutely right. I never understood. Can anyone explain why they were unsigned though? Because I thought they were un- they were signed. It's a bit of a difficult question to ask a crowd of people. To be fair, um, yeah, but, but you know what? If I feel like if anyone knows, I feel like there is a contingent of people <laughs> in this room that does know. They all knew. Okay. Um, they well, were on Chemical Underground, weren't they? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Can I, I just ask, yeah. are, are Teenage Fan Club a Scottish indie band? Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm happy with my answer. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well done. Uh, question two. Which record label was set up in 1979 by Alan Horn as a vehicle for releases by Orange Juice and Joseph K? The label's motto was The Sound of Young Scotland. John? I got, I got nothing. Josie? I can't remember. Is it 4OD? No, it's not 4OD. I don't no. fucking know. The audience? Uh, yeah, of course, postcard, postcard records. records. Of course, it was. <laughs> <laughs> One of the first indie labels, any, in a way. Yeah, anyway. postcard records. Of course, it fucking was. You're, stu- you're still in the lead. Thank you. Did you say? Did you say four OD? I said four AD. Oh, did I, I say meant four OD? The, the, the previous Channel Four on demand. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they the released first a lot of good records. Labels yeah. Where you could watch traffic cops again and again. I still call it four OD. Uh, <laughs> question three which book is the girl reading on the cover of Bell and Sebastian's album If You're Feeling Sinister John she's not kind of technically reading it it's sort of there on her bed and she's, she's sort of looks no I, I ain't got it no. it's such a good cue Josie it's so hard is it like Guy de Maupassant no I like it is it balls it's, I feel like it's something French but I might be wrong is it wild swans <laughs> <laughs> everyone's reading it back then they were they it's were. Captain Corelli's mandolin <laughs> ah. no. what uh, is it anyone in the audience the trial yes of course it's, it's the, the trial. trial and you're Canadian aren't you 
No, oh, where's the Canadian? Oh, oh, sorry, it was, oh, yes. You, you got it. You're Scottish. I thought it was the man in the corner. Sorry. Yes, well done. It was The Trial by Franz Kafka. Great knowledge. That's such a stressful book. Yeah. Great film, though. It's very funny, I think, The Trial. I saw a good up adaptation of The Trial that was Tom Baslin and Tim Key. Did you really? Yeah, really? really fun. I think Tom Baslin did the writing. Wow. I remember once getting, I was out with Robin at the Louisiana in Bristol, and I got a bit panicky, and I said, I've got to go home. So I got the last bus home. And I got home and it was snowing and I, and my mum was away. So I sat in the living room and lit a fire and there was a double bill of the trial <laughs> with, um, who's the guy from Psycho? Anthony, Anthony Perkins and Citizen Kane. Oh yeah. And I sat there and smoked fags up the chimney <coughs> as the snow fell outside and my, my, one of my cats came and sat on my lap and it was one of the best nights of my entire oh, that life. Sounds good. <laughs> And it all started with the near miss of a panic attack. God, you're weird. It's great. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. The, la the last line of the trial is, is, it was as if he, his heart would burst with shame. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Something like well, that. Well, but one of the, the line from uh, Gitanjali, which yeah. is then in Get On Jolly, is feels like my heart would burst with pride. Oh, uh, yeah, quite good. When you asked um, me to sing, yeah. feels like my heart would burst with pride because I know you take pleasure in my singing. Mm. Oh, God, I'm going to be sad now. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, great anyway, pop quiz. Uh, yeah, Josie, <laughs> yes. A Josie one. Yes. yes. One point. Yes. Thank you. Well done. So nice to win. That's like winning who wants to be a millionaire, but you only get the first question right and you still win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Josie, we're in your dream pub. Uh, it's, it's not allowing people who are adjacent to relatives with alcohol problems you experienced whilst growing up. Um, good vibes only, chess everywhere, activities, knitting, novelty, pin show, menu. Don't mind if I do, don't mind if I don't. Spirits, thoughts. Oh, well, I was trying to think. I feel like I am not in any way expert in whiskey, but I do love to have a little whiskey. Mm. So, like, it would be like... I'm just trying to think what we've got in the house. So we'd have like Jura or we have like Lefroig or... Oh! Ask not for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Um, I believe that we have one of your choices in the house because the moon underwater has revealed itself in the Dagda, which has a superb selection of whiskies. Um, uh, we have one slight problem here is that uh, whiskey gives me instant heartburn. So I think these might be just for Josie and Robin, but you don't feel under any obligation, Josie, to I partake. I feel under a great deal That's of obligation. <laughs> would you like some Willingly. water in your whiskies? I'll have oh, a little, no, little no. drip of water. Yeah, Robin would like a little wee dram o a, a dram o o. I'm not having water in it. I'd have water alongside it. Would you? And I wouldn't have ice. A sip and a nip. Sure. That's what they say, isn't it? Is it? No. Well, they should. A sip and a nip. Oh, wow. Oh, I love that little. Thank you. So, producer Matt has just revealed a beautiful cut glass jug that holds probably about 180 mil. Yeah. That is beautiful. Oh. My daughter would love that jug in the bath. Would mm. she? She'd be thrilled. And would Could she amuse it? Didn't you always used to pretend you were a bartender with yeah. all the cups? Isn't that weird? 
<laughs> I didn't. I know. I didn't do that. Oh, I suppose you pretended you were in the trial by, <laughs> by, Fra- by Franz Kafka. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm better than you. I'm just saying I didn't do that. <laughs> I know. So I, I pretended I was in the bath. Oh yeah. While you're in the bath. Yeah. Yeah. Pretended I was in a different bath. <laughs> um, so Josie, tell us about whiskey and its place in your world. Um, oh, that was stunning. I just really like it, and I find it hard to have it now I've got kids because it's quite. Uh, a powerful thing mm. but I love like I just have very nice memories of it being midnight and I'm out and I'm drinking a little bit of whiskey mm. you know it, it being midnight out at a pub out best camping or by the sea or out drinking outside mm. and having just a little bit of warming whiskey there's something Beautiful. about whiskey outdoors which mm. is very very pleasing to the mind mm. perhaps with the feel of salt spray on the face yeah. perhaps the feeling of sort of mist in the air in the woods oh mist in the woods i would in, i'd love a little misty Misty, dr- misty dram. A misty dram. Misty dram, of course. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, beautiful, beautiful actress from the sixties. Misty dram. Yeah. Do you know what? As well, I really like the whole chatting about whiskeys and the flavor matrix. And is it smoky? Is it peaty? Is it blah blah blah? I like all of them. Nice fucking shape. What? How do you feel about it? Uh, do you want something sweet or do you want something peaty? You get what you're given. That's what you get. <laughs> you get what you're given. So you, you would only... Offer, so this, we're talking to now to John Mark, who is the keeper of the keys to the Valhalla of pubs. One of the luckiest men alive. <laughs> what, John Mark, how much do you pay to work here? <laughs> um... So you would say the only two main important flavour profiles of whiskey are peaty or sweet? Yeah, not just the two, but I just don't hear time for people getting all arty party every time. Um. <laughs> Isn't it? But what if someone said, if I said to you, I don't like peaty whiskey, I like a sort of smooth, slightly salty whiskey, what would you, what would you go for? Uh, well, right now, I would go with the Balvenie. The Balvenie. I like Balvenie, I like Balvenie too. And if I said I liked a peaty whiskey, but I don't like Lafroy, what would you say? In that case, the Haven. The Oh, peaty and sweet. Is Imagine that, your, that, Robin. Is that your malt of the moment? Of my no, the board's just out of date. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And what's... Sorry, I'm just asking you questions because you know about whiskey. I've heard uh, the classic Laddie is a good whiskey. Is that true? That's a nice peaty one from, from Isla, yeah, but it's a bit clearer. Not quite as peaty as your Latroy, but it's up there. It's amazing asking all these questions about drinks I'm never going to have because it does give me instant heartburn. <laughs> well, John, you, you know, here's a, here's a man who works at the Dagda. We've got people in who used to live above the Dagda. Is that correct? Wow. So there's there's a heaven above heaven. Two two doors down. Oh, two okay. doors down. Two doors down. That's close enough. I went to a really good party at your house once. It was so fun. <laughs> you remember? We know each other. It was so fun. It was really good. What was it like living so close to the Dagda? Uh, expensive. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, you say that, but let's look at some of the prices. Heavy. 
the real ale on tap, four twenty a pint. Not I just, but, <laughs> but not just four twenty a pint during Fringe. To be charging four twenty a pint is a lovely, b financial suicide. But that's so cool. Nowhere's charging four twenty a pint. Uh, it's reflected in the wages. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest laugh of the night. <laughs> I just, do you know what? I mean, of the many things I love about this pub, it's such an honest pub. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I mean, the the bar staff are honest to you about. <laughs> About your behaviour, um, but it's just a—it's a genuinely honest pub that's not going to suddenly start charging six quid just because it's August. And what an absolute dream it is mm. to be here! Oh my God! So Josie, your first choice is at Jura. Yeah, it's because it's, it's what we've got in the house at the moment. It's really nice. Mm, yeah, it's lovely. And also, I just love—I love how big smelling whiskey is. Like it's so nice. There's so much of it. It's like it's you can lovely. drink it with your nose. It feels like it's really uh, going down very nicely. But what would be your second spirit? To be honest, like, I, what I'd probably do now is I'd be like, look, you choose it for me. It would be so nice. I'd have another whiskey. I was, I was toying with having Frangelico because I went through oh, a real yeah. phase of Frangelico. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a big fan? Do you like Di Serrano? Yes. Oh, man. Di Serrano with cranberry juice. With Jesus. Cranberry? Oh, yeah. It tastes like a Bakewell tart. Because <laughs> I go to spirits for pudding and I go to beer for my mains. So like it's four pints or five pints and then it's like, okay, I need cider, I need Riesling, I need Disserano and cranberry juice. Would you ever have like a dessert wine? Um, now, a dessert wine for me is just too sweet. But if you served it with the right cheese mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and chilled it within an inch of its oh, life, yeah, yeah. but the cheese has got to be really like pungent, sort of like get you right under your ears and then you sort of, you counteract it with a dessert wine. And oh my God. Frost on we, the glass. Frost on the, oh, a Canadian ice wine. Fuck me. <laughs> I didn't even know there was such a thing as a Canadian ice wine. So an ice wine is where the grape freezes and thaws and freezes and thaws throughout the season and it makes it super, super, super sweet. And they do these beautiful, they're almost, it's almost like a rosé sort of colour and you have it as a sort of maybe a 50 mil, um, oh man, take me away. Take me away. Yeah, that sounds lovely. It sounds mm. good, doesn't Can it? Can that count as a spirit? I'd have that. Oh, yeah. I'd have that. I'd have I, what I would like is a very, very... I love a very sweet dessert wine. Or like a, something like a port. Like a Takai? Mm, yeah, like a Takai. Yeah. John would never dessert wine, would you? <laughs> I'll never dessert wine. <laughs> lovely bit of business. Thank you. It's a nice bit of business, actually. <laughs> and he's not even got to show up this year, which That's is a, a terrible shame. shame. Um... <laughs> Didn't, didn't want one. <laughs> so what are we going for? I mean, we can, we can stretch to fortified wines. We can stretch to liqueurs. Okay. Do you know what? I will have... I'd have a lovely, I'd have a lovely ruby port. Oh, a lovely ruby port, a port as a live and breathe. Mm. Mm. Do you know what's fun as well? Really, really underrated just because it's from the 70s and a Nan's drink. Dubonnet. Oh, we've had that before. Someone else has had Underrated. Dubonnet. Well, 
As I've said before, I only heard about it from the Lou Reed song Berlin. It was Laura, Laura Thompson that do- Dubonnet, didn't she? Yeah, Jordan North. Jordan North. Jordan and North. I tried it um, in my college bar, but I think the bottle had been there for about 15 years. Uh, college bar. So I think it was, I just, I had Dubonnet on ice. Like John was in the rugby club, you see. I was not in the rugby club. I was, hate rugby. Um, uh, but I had Dubonnet on ice and it just tasted like gross, but I think maybe it was off. So I need to, have we got any Dubonnet knocking around, John Mark? <laughs> Yeah, the fucking George Street now. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so no, we can't, we can't put, we can't put the legend of the Dubonnet to rest. Um, however, uh, Josie, we're going to take a break from kitting out your dream pub now to head over to uh, the pub library where the tomes creak. They creak with their wisdom and their poetry, and the lovely Robin curates them with such tender love. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do uh, for the pub library uh, a poem, and it doesn't really have a, it doesn't have anything to do with pubs. But why do you go to a pub, John? Uh, obliterate your mind. Yes, Transcendence. Um, <laughs> this is a, it's just a beautiful poem. I really love it. It's by Patrick Kavanagh, Irish poet. And he, um, he the, the, I guess the thing he's most famous for, he wrote the lyrics for On Raglan Road, the folk song. And he wrote Kerr's Ass. Yeah, I love Kerr's Ass. A hard poem to read and not laugh for yeah. the first time. For the first time, yeah. Um, he also used to keep a bottle of whiskey under his uh, pillow because he was so addicted to alcohol that he would drink it in his sleep. You're joking? Yeah. Fucking hell. I feel like that's not good. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. It's it's certainly a bad sign. But yeah, he would he would he would uh, unscrew it and drink it without even waking up. Oh, what a lovely man. <laughs> anyway, there's a poem called Threshing Morning, and it's about like farming. And he's um, there's a word he's using which is haggard, which means like an area of a farm where you'd keep all the hay and stuff. So there we go. Uh, it won't take long, but you know, bear with. threshing morning on an apple ripe September morning through the mist chill fields I went with a pitchfork on my shoulder less for use than for devilment the threshing mill was set up I knew in Cassidy's Haggard last night and we owed them a day at the threshing since last year oh it was delight to be paying bills of laughter and chaffy gossip in kind with work thrown in to ballast the fantasy soaring mind As I crossed the wooden bridge, I wondered, as I looked into the drain, if ever a summer morning should find me shoveling up eels again, and I thought of the wasp's nest in the bank, and how I got chased one day, leaving the drag and the scraw knife behind, how I covered my face with hay. The wet leaves of the cock's foot polished my boots as I went round by the glistening bog holes lost in unthinking joy. I'll be carrying bags today, I mused, the best job at the mill, with plenty of time to talk of our loves as we wait for the bags to fill. Maybe Mary might call round. And then I came to the haggard gate, and I knew as I entered that I had come through fields that were part of no earthly estate. It's good shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's It's really good. (laughs) It's lovely. I love it. 
just takes off. Last line just takes off. It's fucking brilliant. Anyway, nothing to do with pubs, but I really like it. But as, like but that. is but it is that transcendent final line that yeah. I think is pub like. It is pub like. Yeah, thank you. And um, you know, that's what we both love so much about Philip Larkin is those sort of final shots into the sky. Yeah, totally. That yeah. Uh, just do say something beautiful. Why not end a poem about hay with something beautiful for once in your life? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what what I was you going to say? And that's my thoughts yeah. on hay. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if he ended with that. <laughs> and then I finished up tidying all the hay. Uh, oh, so Threshing Day into the pub library um, by Patrick Kavanagh. Yeah. I'd l- I'm going to see if I can hear him reading that in his mm. voice because I would imagine it would no, I mean that was fantastically read but I wonder how those words would sound yeah I mean there's a lot of like Irish kind of dialect in a lot of his poems as well yeah yeah so which I I, I can't do justice to but yeah. uh Josie we don't just have a library here in this pub we also have a jukebox oh yes and uh the first time we ever met our discussion was of music it was 2001. Can I say what I remember of oh, this? I'd love to hear this. You said to me, now, you, you were very, like, I shall say, confident is a nice way of putting it. <laughs> and you said to me, well, what music do you like? And I said, oh, I don't know. I think I like, I guess I like the Pixies and I like Jane's Addiction. And you went, yeah, I guess that's okay. <laughs> and I was like, fucking hell. Actually, Jane's Addiction are loads of fun. Oh. Because, John, you were music editor of the the newspaper. Yeah. And you had a shaved head. I remember just thinking, you're still younger than me. You don't fucking know anything. Do you ever want (laughs) to... Do you remember it like that? What do you remember? Uh, Do you remember... We had a lovely chat, and I was very demure. I was so charming. (laughs) Do you ever want to go back in time and just punch yourself in the face? (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, it's the worst, it's the worst, but then we grow and we mm. change and we become less awful. <laughs> I don't think you were awful. You were just like no, a I very was, kind of so certain kid. Yeah. Wasn't do, you, ideal. do you remember that? I do remember it, yeah. 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 I, remember, I remember saying You were like, oh, I guess that's all right. Yeah, I suppose that's okay. Pass the test. And at but the also time, the thing yeah, is, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think I knew anything about the Pixies. Uh. And that was my way of like, as opposed to now, I would go, Oh, I don't know then what they like. I was too, it's, I was embarrassed that I didn't know. So I went, yeah, I suppose that's okay. Yeah, but do you know what's funny about that? If I'd have then said to you, what do you love? And you'd have been like, queen. I'd have been like, oh, this guy's like not, like you seemed really like you were like a fucking straight edge punk or something. Mm. My, I mean, my friend Phil says, uh, when he met me in my first year at uni, I said, uh, I don't like the Beatles because they're too popular. <laughs> And I, I think anything you say about 18, 19, 20 yeah. should be struck off the record. I know. And I said, Craig David will be the Marvin Gaye of his generation. <laughs> Stunned by that one. He's still got so much to give. I would, I would have been easily just as much of a tool. I just... No, but you I weren't, can't remember though. remember any you, in my life. No, you were, you were much more sort of joyous and excited by things whereas I think I was like I remember I remember being hard work both to other people and to myself 
I think the thing is, you remember the extremes, and you might remember a moment like that, but generally you were fine. <laughs> okay, well, that's all right then. Yeah. That's all right then. No, you were. I'm, I'm being facetious. I just loved know. Lou Reed so much. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'd um, love to get that radio show you did. Have we talked about this before? I've got that radio show. Yeah. John did a student radio show about Lou Reed, uh, where he... One till three in the morning. One till three in the morning. <laughs> huh, he... Throughout, he didn't know if it was, the, it was he was broadcasting or not. Oh, yes. <laughs> what was it called? Fresh Air? No, it wasn't called Fresh Air. That's it was called point. Radio X, ironically, because oh. I went on to be on that, but it was, it was Oxford's... X, and I think it was, I was Oxford's XFM or something like that. It had this weird... No, it was XFM. It was the student radio station, and you were in the top of this very hot building with lots of like servers or sort of yeah. I don't yeah. know what they were did like you do amps. That as well? Yeah, I did. Oh, cool. It's me and a guy called Ed, and we we had a real kind of attritional relationship as to what we wanted to do because what I wanted to do was like fade down and sing over the songs <laughs> and he would say don't do that people don't want to hear you singing they want to hear the records and I'd be like I won't do it again <laughs> I remember did, did you drink a bottle of whiskey as you were broadcasting I, I did not no. did I did yeah, yeah I drank I, I mean I said that I, I did have a period before whiskey gave me heartburn I did a two and a half hour show maybe three hour show about Frank Zappa um <laughs> And I drank a bottle of whiskey dur- like from the start to the finish of the show. <laughs> and we managed to get hold of the uh, a recording of it. I'd um, love to hear it. But it's just me going, that was... <laughs> and I'm sort of looking on my... Like, well, you can yeah. hear the sound of like CD cases falling around. I just remember one bit where you went like, um, you know, Frank Zappa, he sort of hated hipsters. He'd see you in your, in your top. <laughs> 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 brilliant so uh, Josie yeah what album do you want to put on the Moon Underwater jukebox okay but when I say it I want you to go yeah I guess that's alright okay yeah <laughs> okay right what I would have and I don't know whether this is a good choice or not but it's what I've decided is Astral Weeks oh. yeah <laughs> because what's wrong with that because it. it's the greatest album ever made. It's an incredible album. It's, it's incredible. It's, the gr- it's beautiful. It's the greatest album ever made, Josie, yeah. and you're the first person to choose it on the moon underwater. It is. And that's where you should have an alarm and I should get a prize. <laughs> well, do you know what? It's the first ever correct answer we've had. Thank you. And it will be Finally, the last. Finally, isn't that a nice sort of, a, a nice note to sort of, to sort of counteract what happened 20 years yeah. ago? Yeah, mm. it is. I've, I've said it before. I've said it twice already. It is the greatest album ever made. I and think Robin thinks the same. I think I it's perfect. Yeah, it's beautiful. And yeah. also, I think when you have it as atmosphere, like I listened to it, it, my first daughter's birth was a very beautiful, chilled out experience. And we listened to lots of albums while I was giving birth in the birthing pool. And Astral Weeks was like one of them. And it's just so wonderful. And also like quite, uh, it drags you in. It's so atmospheric. And... Mm. Um, I feel like at a pub, that it's the opposite of bad vibes. You know, yeah. it's like a lovely uh, thing that people would hear in and out that would kind of... Well, three times in my life, I've sat in this very room and Astral Weeks has come on on, on the, the speakers here. Not one song, but the album in its entirety. And I think that's as close as I've ever got to being completely 100% happy without any like qualifying worry or concern it's just like okay this is as good as life gets 
It's so good. It's a good pub. But yeah. it's, but I do love that record, and I do think it gives me a really blissful feeling as well. Yeah, yeah it's, it's about beautiful. like it's about memory and desire. Yeah, and being April, of course. The, yes, the cruelest month. The cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the deadland. But it's about like being trapped in sort of images in your mind. But what's insane about it is he wrote it when he was and recorded it when he was twenty-one. Yeah, but this is what I love. I love people who come out the traps, done. They win the game. Anything else they do, who gives a shit? Yeah, they've won the game. They don't but I have to mean, worry. he had a good seventies. Yeah. He had a, I would argue, a really good eighties. Bit of an unusual right turn in recent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's That's gone fair. absolutely stir fry crazy. Yeah. He's gone off piste. <laughs> He's gone off piste. But, but it's um, rich people don't like being told what to do. No, is that what it is? I think Astral Weeks is amazing because it feels like it's almost like automatic writing. Like there's very there's no filter. It's just coming. He's like he's channeling something. I yeah, but usually when people have no filter, it's a load of garbage. Yeah, but it happens to come out as complete poetry. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's hazy. I feel like that's a good pub record. Mm. Is hazy. Do you remember yes. kind of getting into it? Because I remember the first time I got into it, and there's the second track is really challenging because it's like you breathe in you breathe out you breathe in you breathe out you know and all that and you think oh what the fuck is this and it's like yeah i do yeah. i remember it because i used to go on summer camps when i was a kid for gifted children and um and <laughs> bit, uh, what that really was was undiagnosed adhd <laughs> and um it was fun and there was a really wonderful teacher on that who i really sort of can thank for like helping enable me to have a creative life and be a writer and stuff and he Gave me a pound that he stuck to a piece of paper and said, one pound off voucher for Astral Weeks. Oh. When I was about 17. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I bought it. And again, yeah, I remember it being quite challenging. But at that time, I'd really got into Jeff Buckley and I was like obsessed with him and listened to like any bootleg. Like I had friends who would like give me tape bootlegs, who were like adults who'd give me tape bootlegs. And I remember like, because he had flirtations with like jazz and like... Oh, things yeah. like that and, and all kinds and of covered, different um, types of music covered Wait, sweet thing no, and, yeah, 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 and the way you young lovers, yeah, the way young way young lovers, lovers do, do yeah. and, and so I think that was useful for me for like being like oh I get it these songs are long and weird brilliant yeah. great. <laughs> great love it yeah um, yeah I do really remember it and, I, and what's lovely about it is that's not my one connection with it like I loved it as a teenager I loved it separately in my 20s I loved it again in my 30s and I love it now like it's not something that I have kind of one relationship with If I ventured in the slipstream Between the viaducts of your dream Where a mobile steel rims crack Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Josie, your next choice is your wild card choice. Hang on, could you remind me of that? What's the wild card? (laughs) Uh, The wild card is anything you want. Oh, anything at all. Okay, yeah. I fucking know what it was because I thought about this. Two things. Yeah. Number one, there's a room above it and there's always something going on. <laughs> okay. Comedy. You, that fucking doesn't have to be a wild card. That no, no, could just be that's there. That's part of it. Okay, second wild card. And don't tell me this isn't possible because there's one in Essex that has this. Out the back, there's a Lido. Okay. <laughs> And don't tell me it's not possible. I'm There's not telling you that. There's literally a pub in Essex that has this, and the only reason I haven't been is because it's in Essex and I don't want to go. You could go to the Bristol Lido. That's pretty chill. But, it's, but, yeah, but, but it's we're posh. talking about Lidos that are also part of a pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pub good, adjacent though. Lido. Pub adjacent Lido. Adjacent not Lido. enough, eh? Mm. Obviously because of the risk of people drowning. Mm. Yeah, but also, it doesn't matter if it doesn't exist anywhere because it's your dream it's pub. It's my dream pub. Yeah. So you got a Lido. Can you get served beer in the Lido? Mm. Or is it very separate? Because uh, uh, are you talking a Lido where people sort of stand at the end with drinks, stand it? That doesn't feel... Okay, in my mind, it's big enough that we could have lane swimming. <laughs> <laughs> and we could have a more of a playful vibe. And we'd have a hot tub. Can we talk just briefly about the frustrations of going to a public swimming pool when there are no lanes? Oh, unbearable. What am I supposed to do? Swim round people? I know. <laughs> and then how will I know how far I've swum? Exactly. And w- in, in what time you've done it. Yeah, tell me about it. It's unbearable. But you do, want to be, you do want the swimming pool to be open to all, but you would rather there were a, a special section for legends? Well, yeah. And also, do you know how I feel? Like, I was thinking about this yesterday for some reason. I was thinking, what would I do differently in my life if I was obscenely wealthy? And firstly, I'd be like, I would have to give the money away. And secondly, I think all I would do is maintain and staff with lifeguards and build a community outdoor pool so near where I live. Mm. like one minute's walk away and I would do all that and I would happily fund it till I was dead in the ground to create like a trust to make sure it was funded into perpetuity on the condition that when I showed up not every time sometimes when I showed up I could just have a bit on my own yeah 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 so yeah, I do yeah. this in the pub I'd be like nah the rules whatever but when I'm in um, everyone out I have a bit to do <laughs> <laughs> Folks, as patrons, as patrons, you are uh, you have the honour 
of having access to conversations about the best way to uh, give 56 billion pounds to charity. You also have the honor of- uh, It's not to charity, it's a way. I don't want to give to charity. Charity has too many rules about whether it can be political or not. Okay. Thank you. You're too constricted by the system, John. Do you know I am? <laughs> That's actually true. Uh, but uh, patrons also have access to Josie Long's choice of dream pub companion. And that's where we head off now. So if you are a Johnny Come Fly Be Nightly uh, who hasn't contributed to the patron, you don't get this. This is VIP section, Jose. It's exciting. This is like a meet and greet with John Bishop, 200 quid. You... <laughs> You've got a better seat. You get to have a selfie with him. It's the real deal. It's the proper experience. And when you have a selfie, he says, I can't believe I'm giving selfies. Yeah. Oh, sorry. The, he just did a show where he was like, me, I'm rich. And it was like, okay. All right, find your fans. It's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> there, is, um, there, there is a certain sort of area of comedy with... Look at little old me. Yes, that's it. With my ten million pounds a year, isn't it? I'm driving. I'm driving a, a Mercedes. Isn't that mad? Because this little old me. Mm, hate it. My four, my forty-seven quid tickets, and they're the cheapest ones. You're bad. And now back to the Johnny Come Fly Be Nightlies, uh, Josie. An awful lot of things we discussed at the start. Uh, are unpleasant about pubs. Let's be honest. Pubs aren't just a glorious place where you go to listen to Astral Weeks and sort of feel 100% peace for the only time in your life. Um, you don't ever feel it on stage? Not once. Well, I mean, have you seen his show? <laughs> <laughs> what about if you're swimming in a cold lake? Oh, no. That would be an absolute nightmare. Um... Playing golf sometimes, oh, yeah. I feel I felt complete peace playing. There was this one hole I played with Alex Horn, and I said to him, "I'm going to remember this forever because I felt complete peace." <sighs> um, <laughs> but what are you barring from your pub? Oh, okay. Well, I know everyone says uh, screens, but I have ADHD enough, and they're very distracting. So that is like just without even saying, um, "What am I barring from the pub?" Just the concept of like lads. When it's just not it's not a lads part. It's not a pub for the lads. It's not for you. It's not for the it's lads. It's not for you. <laughs> Did you hear like it was like Woo! and then there were men like <laughs> You are not, not welcome here. It's not for so, the lads. So how do we ban the lads? Do we just ban all the people not wearing socks? <laughs> but unless it's with sandals socks and sandals yeah. no I just do you know what I would like my pub to be a very nerdy pub but like not in that camera Brexit adjacent way you know I'd like to go in there and I'd like to see people like playing a board game and they are sort of too excited about it you know? Do, you know, do you know me and Robin uh, once went to a pub in um in London quite a lot after doing uh, shows at the Battersea Arts Centre. And you know Paul Foxcroft? Sure. Mm. Foxy. Foxy, yeah. And uh, we would be sat there and he's so into like quite complex games. Sure. That we'd be sat having a post-show drink and out of nowhere he'd pull out like a velvet bag full of cards. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd just start shuffling cards. And no one had said, oh, let's go to this pub and play a game. 
And what was really sweet is <laughs> he would find a sort of gap in conversation and go, you ever played Archers and Bandits? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, no. Okay. And then you just start dealing yeah, cards. Yeah. And then you'd be having a great game of Archers and Bandits. Yeah, yeah. I do love a game. I do. I, not because I want to escape conversation, but for me personally, it facilitates. Yes. Socializing yeah. and not that sort of thing. Okay. So we're banning uh, lads from uh that's harsh when we say it you know no we're banning we're banning well i do sometimes use the term lashlads.com when i am asking people if they want to go for a quiet drink <laughs> so i will say is it lashlads.com that then forms like a hyperlink in the text conversation <laughs> and i also really like uh, like my favourite thing at the moment when I'm excited and I say at the moment it's been 10 years is to go I fucking love it and I do it about anything yeah so that's fine yeah that's, that's fine. fine that's not a problem so lashlads.com is fine but sort of aggressive posturing and loud talking and just dominating and being a tool is not fine yeah we're not having it no okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, poor old Kent. Listen, Kenny, you've been a joy. <laughs> you, <laughs> you should have to... The, the password for your pub should be the day's wordle. But you get six guesses. <laughs> yeah, <you have> to, <laughs> and they're going like yellow, yellow, green, black. <laughs> you have to do the wordle before you get in. Hurry up, please. It's time. Josie, we need to name this this fantastic pub, this pub with good vibes only, with chess everywhere, with activities, with a novelty pincho menu, with soda and fresh lime, freedom, gluten-free, alcohol-free. Don't say it all like this, it sounds a bit much. With a can of Coke. <laughs> with hashtag Team Grige. With Jura whiskey. With Ruby Port. And with the... Greatest album ever written, ever recorded, playing on the jukebox. It's Astral Weeks. Pull it's out the back. Pull out the back, Lido, with Lanes Reserved. <laughs> and with an unnamed guest, available to patrons only, go to moonunderpod.com. No lads, no screens. What are we calling this pub? Well, do you know what I was thinking? This is so obvious. Is like, obviously it's like, the king's head or the queen's head and so mine would be like madame guillotine <laughs> so it would be, be like, like let's that. fuck it we're not here to fuck about you know <laughs> madame guillotine underneath we're not here to fuck about <laughs> that's what it would be like a good pub thank you <laughs> love it from a penny to a pound <laughs> yeah that's what i say <laughs> Why, but yeah. Do you know, in my house, I used to have this thing I got in a charity shop, and it was a wood carving of two hands, yeah. and it said, it is, capital letters, nice to have friends. <laughs> and I loved it because it was like, it's so aggressive about the nice, but at the same yeah. time, nice is so half-arsed. Yeah. But do you know what it is nice to have friends? Yeah, it's, it's nice to have friends. Yeah. yeah. It is nice to have friends. Beautiful. Thank is you. it? I'm shit-faced. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, Josie, we thank you so much for coming to the Moon Underwater 
As revealed in the Dagda Bar, we thank everyone here for coming. It's been a very special, very unusual, very different experience, and um, what a what a treat it's been. But we need a song to play you out, and I cannot wait because it's going to be a song from Astral Weeks, and I love oh, all wow. of them. The same, but some more than others, but all of them are five-star songs. Five star- yeah, it's the only album which every song is five stars on my iTunes. So Josie, you can't go wrong. What song do you want to play oh, about? Oh, well, if I was going to choose one, I would choose Sweet Thing because I love it so much. Yes! Oh oh. Such a beautiful song. So to play Josie out, Sweet Thing from Astral Weeks and her pub, Madam Guillotine, brackets, we're not here to fuck about. <laughs> It's a beautiful pub. It's a beautiful pub and it's with you to use when you need it the most. So Josie, we thank you. And as you go back to your children... To feed them. (laughs) Don't know how to finish that sentence. (laughs) May you be well, and we bless you, and may the Lord keep you. (laughs) And and thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.